Hello everyone and welcome to Education Checkup. I'm Johnette Magner. We're a weekly podcast here at KTBS and we cover what is happening in education in Northwest Louisiana. I am joined today by my dear friend and co-host, Dr. Philip Roseman. He is a cardiologist by occupation, but he is here today and always as a champion of education in Louisiana. He is a former board chair of the LSUS Foundation. He was also the pilot of the year and alumnus of the year for the university. So welcome Dr. Roseman and we've got some special guests with us. We do and we're talking about a really special subject. Uh, you know we talk a lot about in schools about the academics and of the schools. We also know that uh, there's a whole big world out there of jobs uh, that are uh, sometimes not enough people to fill those jobs. And what the career and technical education does is to begin to look at that and find and, and prepare people for career uh, after they get out. And it's a great work. The Caddo Career and Technology Center has been around a long time here in Caddo. In fact, it was probably a very innovative idea at the time that it was yes. done. Um, and now there's more and more uh, different uh, school systems uh, being involved in the work, and that's fantastic. In fact, I know the uh, we talked to the superintendent of education in Louisiana, and he talked about how important he thought it was uh, the work that was done in career and technical education. So, uh, Ken, we appreciate the, the work you've done. How many years? Uh, well, I've I've been with Caddo Parish for 27 years, and this is my 11th year at Caddo Career and Technology Center. Ken Burke, who's a uh, principal at uh, the Caddo Career and Technology Center, and Dustin Logan, who is Lincoln, who is um, Dustin uh, Lincoln. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, but a product. Yes, but a product. <laughs> a product of that. I should have gone to the to Caddo Career and Technology, but as a product of of um, of what happens there, and now is out in the business community, working, and can share a little bit about what all he learned and what it meant uh, to be. So with that said, let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, the Cattle Career and Technology Center, kind of how it got started, um, how it's involved with the community, some of those things to introduce people to the where you are uh, in, yes, in Cattle Parish. Okay, we're Cattle Career and Technology Center is located at 5950 Union Avenue, and we're 50, 51 years old, I believe. Uh, we, we became Caddo Career Center in 1972. And since then, we've evolved with the needs in uh, the local workforce. We tend to change our classes and what we offer uh, in alignment with the Louisiana Workforce Commission, uh, jobs in the local region, um, and, and a, what the kids are most interested in. Uh, we currently have 1,143 students and we serve 10 high schools in Caddo Parish. So any Caddo Parish high school student signs up through their counselor for one of our 25 classes and they hop on a bus at their home school, they're transported over to us for a couple of periods and then transported back to their home school. So it's like a morning or an afternoon or? Well, we have three three periods, and so kids are there for about about an hour and a half. Uh, so, with transportation time, it takes about two periods for the kids. You know, we talked with those that worked in Bossier Parish in their in their school, 
they talked about how this wasn't like school that it wasn't that, that people didn't show up they wanted to come <laughs> uh, they they wanted their day uh, uh, at the Catholic Korean Technology Center because it was interesting to them and they got up and around and did things is that have you found that to be true or? yes sir we have students that will check in uh, at at one fifteen in the afternoon, they they missed all day at their home school, but they come to us because they don't want to miss that class. Uh, we we have students that uh, often show up in the mornings and then check out after their class <laughs> because they just wanted to be here for that course. The students are enrolled in a class that they're interested in. And so if it's something that they're interested in, something that they love, and they get to be hands-on, they wanna be there. So we really, most of our students are, because of their interests, they, they make very good grades. Um, they're present most of the time, and we have very few discipline problems because everybody wants to be there. I, I often think of it, I guess I had boys, and they loved their classes at the Career Center. In fact, it really, I think, influenced the direction that they went when they went off to college. But I, I think of auto tech and a lot of that as very male. Do you all serve as many females or are you predominantly male? Uh, no, ma'am, we're, we're honestly about 50-50. And uh, we, have, we have female students in automotive technology, in auto body collision repair, um, in the skilled trades, welding. Uh, honestly, a lot of the trades where uh, it, it's a benefit for students to be more dexterous, the, the girls, in it, you, a lot of the times they'll show up the boys uh, because of that dexterity. Of We've just needed a chance. <laughs> that's all, that's right. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Let me ask you a, kind of a broader question. Um, you know, a lot of getting a good job has to do with not necessarily having that skill that the employer needs, but having shown that that, that person really can develop the, the job skills on the job. And a lot of that has to do with learning the basic skills of how to do that. So I know you're in marketing and you're probably part of yours is human resources too, I imagine, where you are with uh, Johnny's Pizza, but tell, Tell us a little, what do you learn in the Cattle Career Technology Center broad, broadly uh, that helps you out in the world? Primarily working as a team. You know, whenever you have all kinds of different kids from different schools and you're working together, you know, there is no more homeschool there. You're working together as a team like you would out there in the real world. And uh, it's, a, it's a good experience to actually learn those kinds of soft skills. How, what do you look for as soft skills? What do you tell him you, you, you want coming out of the... Communication, how to communicate to somebody properly, how to not use ums and ahs and you knows, things like that. It's, it's really difficult to try and teach somebody who has been raised on a computer screen their entire life soft skills because they never really had to do too much interaction. So how do you how how sh how can we teach those skills, or what can we do to teach those skills? What do well, you think? Well, we work soft skills into the curriculum for each one of our classes, and it's very important for us to make sure that students are have had the experience to speak in front of others. Uh, 
class presentations are done on a regular basis where the kids have to develop some, some public speaking skills to a degree. Uh, we've seen that that's, that's very important. We hear that from our employers. The teamwork comes into play in every single class we have. Uh, all of our classes, the kids are, are work in groups and many of them, they can't be successful in the class if they don't pull their weight in as a, as a partner in a group. So every one of our classes in, uh, has those employability skills, but we also have a, a student organization called Skills USA. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a professional organization for students. And they have a whole curriculum on employability skills that we also work into what we do. And the students who are members of Skills, they receive some coaching in those employee, employability skills from our local industry partners like Dustin. Now Skills USA, I want to say I've judged that. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Have you ever judged? No, um, oh, it, it is. It's, it's a big deal. It's and, amazing. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Yeah. Uh, we have about 300 students who are members of Skills USA at our on our campus. The last two years we hosted the state Skills USA competition with Bipstel and uh, we sent about 25 to the national competition. And the national competition, there's like 8,000 kids from all over the country competing in culinary arts, diesel technology. You name it, there's a, a student competition there. And the conventions, it's kind of like a rock concert. There's so <laughs> much, it gets your adrenaline going. There's mm -hmm. so much energy. You know, and, and, and the skills that you're developing, these are truly uh, 21st century skills. These are tech, not technological skills, you know, that can, can be used. You know, oftentimes when you think about kind of Career and Technology Center, or at least I do, I think about auto technology. And but I was noticing and looking at the stuff you sent on the Cattle Career and Technology Center, 25 uh, uh, st statewide basic credentials. Um, I mean, so temp uh, these credentials, what what do they do, and how are they looked at in the marketplace? Each each one of our classes culminates in an industry-based credential. And what that credential is, it's, it's basically like a, a set of skills that local industry has come together and said these skills are essential uh, for, for this career pathway. And the state has, with the Louisiana Workforce Commission, they've approved uh, a list of maybe a hundred industry-based credentials. And so each one of our classes, since it culminates in that, the students have that in their hand when they leave our class and, and they can go to Dustin and show them, I'm interested in culinary arts, I have my Serve Safe Food Handler certification, I have my Serve Safe Manager certification, and Dustin knows exactly what those skills are and, and knows that that student is more qualified than someone who comes in off the street. Yeah, it's more prepared to, yes, to do the work that Dustin wants them to do. Yes, sir. Um, the, um, let me ask you about this, because I've always wondered about the connection between Career and Technical Education or the Cattle Career Technology Center and community colleges and the credentials. Uh, you know, do y'all have a way to connect with the community? You know, we got two community colleges right here in, in oh, Shreveport. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, do, do we connect enough kids to there? Do we, 
get people involved in, in advancing their education at the community college level, not, not always the university level. Right. Uh, the, in Louisiana, we have some K through 16 pathways. And those pathways um, begin, begin in high school, the kids end up earning credentials in high school, and then they move on and follow that pathway into uh, like Northwest Louisiana Technical College, uh, Bossier Parish Community College, uh, Southern University Shreveport. They, they progress through the courses at our school and then on into uh, post-secondary education. And so we, we do have all of our classes aligned. Many of the classes we offer, the students earn dual enrollment credit. And so once they, once they go to Northwest Louisiana Technical College, they may not have to take the first electrical class because we know that they've earned uh, a credential in the elect from the Electrical Training Alliance. And so that the college recognizes that and, and gives them credit. Let me ask you this. I know that the, I know some of the people on the Caddo Parish School Board, and I know they have extreme interest in career and technical education. Uh, they really want to talk about things that we can do in our community to offer more of that, whether it's at a, the Caddo Career and Technology Center or at the different high schools or middle schools around the site. Let me ask you both this question. Is, uh, you're talking in front of the school board. What do you what do you tell them that we could do, visionary things that we could do, uh, to kind of meet that need for the community of, of building, uh, building students with the possibilities of opportunities uh, beyond just talking about four year universities. So, you want to take it? You can go for sure. Not everybody's cut out for a higher education, and that's okay. Uh, we need people in the workforce. Skilled trades will get them into the workforce quicker and with less debt. I'm not saying that you don't need to go to college or you don't have to go to college. I'm saying it's not cut out for everybody. And so you have an option, you have choices. And this is a great choice for you to go out into the real world, learn a real world education here at Cata Career Center and start making some money two years after you get out of college, or out of Cato Career Center. Can we do this at, in more than just the Cato Career Technology Center? You know, we look at all these uh, middle schools and high schools that feed into it, but that's just a, some of the kids there. You know, how can we, is there a way to do that to get people more aware of this in their, in their schools? I mean, how, what have you learned over the years? Yes, sir. One of the things that Cato has, has done a, a good job of is they've talked to teachers to see if teachers have any other interests that may lead to like elective credits. And so some of our, you know, some of our business teachers were also in, interested in computer programming. So Caddo Parish would help those teachers earn the credential that the state recognizes, and then they could offer that class at the home school. So that's, that's a way that, that many of our classes are moving into the different neighborhood schools. We have graphic arts classes, um, video production classes, lots of computer programming and IT classes are in the, are in the home school or neighborhood schools. So that, 
that helps us out because the kids can learn some foundational skills there at the home school and then move over to us for the more more advanced courses. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. So you're using the manpower that you have in the school system, the passions of the teachers that are already there. Yes, sir. Uh, to 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 bring something new to the kids, opportunities to do in terms of of different classes and things that and uh, along the way, and um, so uh, that 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 is good for kind of providing this for the students. I'll say one thing we've noticed before when we talk about this issue is that oftentimes um, we may want to think about Cato Career Technology Center or career or technical education or going to a community college, but the family kind of thinks that's second rate, okay? How do we overcome that feeling that there's something second rate uh, if you don't go to a university. Well, that that stigma, unfortunately, is is something we're battling, not just locally or on a state level, but, but nationally. Fortunately, in Louisiana, we have a, a, super in, a state superintendent who's very much a proponent of career and technical education, and it's it's something that he's he's really been pushing uh, to the state legislature to make sure we have funding. And, and that, that helps us obtain some momentum. Word of mouth is, is one of the biggest things that sells our school. Kids come over to the Career Center. The other students at their home school see them hopping on a bus, coming back and forth. They talk about their experience. And the next thing you know, we've got more kids that wanna take that class because of their experience. I think pulling in industry partners like, like Dustin and um, some of our skilled trades partners that work with us, bring some of them into the home schools to kind of talk a little bit about opportunity. I think mm -hmm. when students and parents actually have someone from the local industry in front of them that can talk about not just the, not just the salary that they can expect, but the, the training, how it will, the training, the benefits package, what they're looking for, what they could look for for the next couple years as far as uh, a progression through the trade. I think that would go a long way. Yeah. I'm going to share a fun, a fun story, uh, or I guess maybe it's a bit of a sad story. My youngest son was in auto tech, okay. and he went to Alexandria to compete in this competition where you had the car that's not running, mm -hmm. and the teams all have to figure out what it is, and the first one to get it running wins. And so there's a lot of scrambling, and they're having fun, and I'm, I'm standing there watching, and there are two young fellas who are janitors, and they're watching and one of them said to me, they didn't have anything like this when I was in school. Mm -hmm. I would have loved to have done this. If I could go back and take all of these classes at Cato Career Center, I would. Yeah. yeah. I would. They were just, you know, they, they, it never occurred to them. And I don't know mm -hmm. if in Alexandria had something like that, but you just, I just watched them longingly look at the kids mm -hmm. and think, gosh, what a, I wish I could have done that. But I don't think it's necessarily, as Dr. Roseman is saying, is on everybody's radar. Yeah. We, we do have a lot of students that say, I, or parents that say, I've, I've never heard about this place. And so we, we do our best to get the word out. There, there's a lot of competition in the schools. 
Um, students only have so many credits that they can earn in four years. And so students that are, are taking AP classes or they play football, you know, those, those classes and extracurriculars sometimes require four, you know, mm -hmm. four credits yeah. over the course of four years. And so that, that does curtail many students from coming mm -hmm. over and, and having the CCTC experience. Yeah, it, uh, it, you know, it, it it's, seems like, you know, it, it'd be easy to get that message out, but I think it's hard mm -hmm. uh, to get the message out. But I think the start of it, I see in what you're talking about, when you talk about the teachers being involved, then you're talking about really word of mouth right there in the school yeah. with a lot of credibility. So I think that's that's a tremendous idea to do more of that. Yes, sir. Uh, able to do up more of that and encourage that in each one of our high schools and middle schools, I think would be a great uh, uh, has great potential. Listen, we learned a lot, and there's a lot to to talk about in, in the way of career technical education. And as you said, we did have the state superintendent here, and he did talk about that quite a bit uh, as one of his key things that he wants to work on in our state. So uh, that's going to be something I think that he'll want you guys input, and uh, I'm sure he does, uh, all over the state in finding best practices to do that. And I think Cattle Career and Technology Center is the best practice. Thank you. Uh, and we appreciate that for our community. It's one of those hidden gems of Shreveport, mm -hmm. you know, Bossier, that, uh, uh, that we can call on. Uh, I I'll usually ask a question at the end. And I, I want to ask a personal question at the end uh, for both of you. Um, the first question I want to ask you is, you have a choice to live anywhere you want to in the United States, but you chose to live here in Shreveport. Um, and what was it that that what makes Shreveport special to you? What made you want to live here? Why should others want to live here? Well, for me, uh, family and opportunity are what kept me here post college, and that opportunity exists in this city not just from an employment aspect, but there's always something always something happening in Shreveport that you can do, you can be involved in with your whole family. Um, that's that's kind of what keeps me here. There's there's a there's a culture uh, that's based that promotes the arts, um, and I think that that's that's really what kind of keeps us here. That's My family definitely uh, is one of the main reasons why I stay here. I grew up here. I was born here, and being able as I'm getting older, mm -hmm. to be one of those people that helps to run certain things in this city and to be part of certain things in this city. Now I'm that, I'm that grown up <laughs> that I used to look up to and I could be part of you know, Red River Rebel, uh, all these events that are going on downtown and say that I was part of something. Yeah. And it's, it's special to me. Uh, that's really interesting. I've not heard that yet, but I think that is a really neat way of expressing the opportunities that exist here to be a be somebody, to lead things, to be able to venture out and do things uh, in different groups, mm -hmm. and even on your own mm -hmm. uh, for the good. So th that is an interesting thing about the size of the city here in Shreveport. And one last question, 
is uh, words of wisdom. I'm going to ask for each one of you to think about whether you want to give the words of wisdom you give your kids or whether you want to give the words of wisdom to our community, whatever. You know, just give us some thoughts on words of wisdom uh, for those that are listening. I guess what, what I tell my, my son, what I tell our students, don't be afraid of failure because without failure, we don't learn. We, ha we, have, to, we have to get in there and, and give it a shot and, and through failure, you gain experience and knowledge. So don't be afraid to fail. Super. Dustin? Always be yourself. You know, uh, you can you can always continue to learn, but be yourself and never stop learning. Life is a very long road, and if you stop learning, what's the point? You have to keep on learning and using that that knowledge that you gain to move on, like you said, to mm -hmm. to share it with other people. Mm -hmm. Uh, what a it's great thoughts, yeah. and yeah. it is a great place that we have the Cattle Career and Technology Center here in Shreveport for a long time. It is very, I, I have to tell you, it, this has been well received and well supported by the community. Uh, just just before we leave, i got to tell you, $2,000 scholarships to 30 seniors every year. That's uh, amounted to 900 students with scholarships at $1.4 million. So this community has supported the Cattle Career and Technology Center and the business community uh, has, and your husband has too, as the, the Greater Chamber of Commerce. Yes, yeah, so and my one of my sons got one of those scholarships. Oh, wow, yes, I did too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so did So did Dustin. Yeah, all right. Well, great, and thank you all so much for joining us. And thank you for joining us for Education Checkup. You can view this podcast and other podcasts anywhere you listen, or of course, go to our website at ktbs.com slash podcast. Have a good day, and we'll see you next time for Education Checkup.